Welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. We are Sam, Marcy, Sarah, and Kim, and we are four women on one mission. We are obsessed with empowering women to gain confidence, build strength, and ditch feelings of unworthiness. Releasing the shame around your struggles is hard work, especially if you feel alone. And so we wanted to create this podcast as a way to unite women of all ages, from all locations, all sizes and shapes, and really just want to invite you to sit at our table. Come as you are. Health and fitness is for everybody. And we're here to remind you that you belong, you matter, you are brave, you are capable, you are deserving of success. Maybe right now you don't truly believe those things, and that's okay. When we first got started, we didn't either. But we promise that each episode, we will show up vulnerably. We want you to realize your potential and the truth of who you really are. We will help you step into success and acknowledge that the power already lies within you. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, review and rate it on iTunes. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Send this to your friends. Please, please, please just tell everyone about it. We are determined to have the biggest and the most inclusive community of women sitting at the picnic table together. And welcome back to another episode of the Decades of Strength. And I am your host today, Sarah. And with me, I have my three beautiful, glamorous assistants, Kim, Marcy and Sam. Ladies, how are we doing? Good. Take two, we're doing it. Take take two, we just had a bit of a a meltdown for about five, ten minutes. And I was really trying to sound not like a, sound like a sleazy, uh, a sleazy guy in a bar then. Hey ladies, how are you all doing? I always think it's really sleazy. (laughs) What's going on in everyone's lives? Let's have a quick catch up. We are in week three, four of Corona lockdown uh, for anyone that's not listening in current time so what's going on with you all Kim? I am finally well after 12 days of being sick maybe it was corona maybe it wasn't we're not so sure Um, but I'm finally better but my doctor does not want me to leave my property until I've been seven days symptom free so I'm walking around in my driveway a lot hanging out at home. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> circuits of the circuits of the yard to keep you out of trouble. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Marcy, what about you? Not a whole lot. Just more of the same. It kind of feels like Groundhog Day and all of the days just blend right into the other, but <laughs> managing it the best I can. I mean, I don't know if you've seen that meme going around, but it was something like like this, you know, my normal life is like quarantine and I kind of feel that way where I just don't go that many places. And then I saw this other really funny one that was even better. It was like, man, what was it? Something about, um, you know, like I really miss going to those like one or two places that, and I'm like, yep, that's me. It's like the gym and Trader Joe's. That's really the only (laughs) places where I'm really having FOMO right now. Other than that, I'm hanging in there, just sticking to my routine and doing the best I can. Living your best quarantine life, baby. Yeah, I totally butchered that quote. It was so funny. I'll have to find it and come back to it. But anyway. I'm the the queen of butchering quotes <laughs> just and jokes i don't even remember what yeah redo the butcher queen <laughs> samantha um yeah i mean same as marcy and kim like nothing's really changed um like it's the same shit different week um, i think i'm getting i'm starting to like get a little restless if i'm being honest like I just want to like go into the world and like frolic more you know um and see some new shit, but I'm trying to keep things in perspective and be like, you know, I, I'm pretty fortunate. I'm pretty privileged. (laughs) I feel like I'm in the best case scenario in terms of everything that's going on. So, um, but also missing like the fact that I would be traveling in a few weeks and I'm not, and like Mm -hmm. that stuff. So like, yeah, I'm bummed. Like I want to be in fucking Mexico in the warmth, you know, but I'm not, so I'm trying to create as much of those good feels as possible here. You need to frolic more at home. 
you know, yeah. I've been doing laps around my apartment or Kurt's apartment. And he's like, can you stop? Like you're making me crazy. <laughs> I meant frolic in the sense of like finding really fun stuff to do. Not like physically, you can physically frolic, but that's how we've been keeping busy. Sam commented on my, my uh, story. I'm actually probably going to make a post about it. My family did this crazy thing last week where we all drew a name of another family member and then we had to dress up as that family member and show Ooh. up to dinner as them and act like them for the whole meal. It's like, I think the funniest thing we've ever done. We had such a good time. I was laughing. It was so funny. Like you and your husband like crushed it. Also, <laughs> just like the commentary about like the spinach and like green vegetable. Yeah. It was fantastic. And my husband did amazing. My son, my one son did my other son. It was freaking hilarious. Like we had a great time and it gave us a lot of insight into our own behavior. I'm like, do I really talk about my love of cottage cheese this often? Like they were all laughing about it. Every time my husband would talk about cottage cheese. So I'm just saying there's a lot of fun you can make in your own house. Totally. I feel like that game may not be appropriate in all, appropriate in all families right now. <laughs> I feel like Maybe it could not. lead to World War Five. <laughs> to be honest, you have to go into it with a good sense of humor, not like trying to be mean with each other. That is true. Yeah, I think I think so. Um, Sam, quick suggestion for you: Why don't you order some uh, 3D glasses off? like Amazon or somewhere and then start watching like films and stuff in you can buy these like virtual reality things get Kurt to put them on the tv that might help break it up a little bit um I mean we'll see we'll see what yeah but yeah I'm making the most of it just well that's all we can do I think uh you know just accepting the reality of what is and just doing you know being grateful I had a takeaway coffee a few days ago for the first time since all this had like started and I was like never has anything in my life tasted so amazing yeah I just got takeout for the first time like ever I never get takeout it's always like if I'm gonna go out to eat I like the experience is like actually what I want and then like the bonus we got like takeout barbecue and I was like Oh my God, this is the best food I've ever eaten. I'm getting so sick of my stupid burrito bowls. <laughs> oh my God, there's a statement, listeners. Sam says she's getting sick of her own burrito bowls. Wow. I just needed a change, you know? The little- Corona's doing, making people say crazy things. So mm-hmm. anyway, because we are currently in this time, there is many of us, not all of us, that have um, a lot of extra time going on. And so on today, we wanted to talk about investing in yourself, because even though right now you may feel like it's not the time for you to be spending money um, on, you know, investing in coaches or programs or all of the things um, that actually it could be one of the best things that you do. Um, and also not just investing money, investing your time is also a huge one because obviously that doesn't cost you anything. Um, so we just kind of want to talk into, you know, why it's important that you invest in yourself and talk about how, how the investments that we've made in ourselves, both uh, financially and time-wise, how they have hugely benefited all of us and have been, you know, some of our biggest growths have come from... Um, actually stepping into the fear of parting with money and putting down big, <clears throat> big money. So let us begin just by kind of round robin and seeing um, what you invest in for yourself. Um, Kim? Um, for me, probably the biggest thing that I invest in is um, courses and coaching to better myself as a coach and as a business person. So I, um, it's one place that I don't I want I don't want to say I don't hesitate to spend money because it's not like I throw it around freely, but I really um, it's a place that I will spend my money. You know, I'm I'm currently taking two different courses. I'm taking a course um, psychology for fit pros and hip and shoulder mobility. Um, oh, two wow. courses. You know, it was a lot of money to do both of those courses, but um, I'm learning a lot, and that's important to me. Yeah, I love that so much. Have you had a time kind of in the last few years when you've not had a coach? No, I hired um, a coach for me personally, like for my um, lifting um, almost four years ago. And then I hired him as my business coach and I haven't been without him for 
almost four years now. And I don't foresee a time happening. I wouldn't have a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, I just get too much value out of it. You can't necessarily see, um, there are some things we don't want to see and there are some things it's just too, you know, it's too easy to, um, focus on what we want to focus on versus what we need to focus on. Mm -hmm. So basically, would you say that coaches can make you do the shit that you don't want to do? Excuse my French. Yeah, absolutely. And the stuff that like, once you start doing it, you're like, all right, this is exactly what I needed to do, but I was never going to do that on my own. Right? Like if I was programming for myself, I would never program a single Bulgarian split squat, like literally ever, I ever, I hate them. And I would talk myself out of them. I'd be like, well, I know I put them in here if I did put them in, but I don't really need to do them. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So lots of value in that, making you do Mm -hmm. harder stuff. Marcy, over to you, my queen. First of all, I found my quote. So I'm going to make (laughs) it. Yes. I'm a homebody, but damn, I did like going to one or two places. (laughs) Very good. Yes, that's so good. I love it. Very relatable. Anyway, all right. Where do we start? <laughs> I, have been, I have been investing in myself since I was, I think, 25, is, and I'm 36 now. So 11 years of working with a coach in some capacity. It all started when I hired my first online fitness coach and has basically just gone on since then. So I don't remember the last time that I was without a fitness coach and like an online coach or even in person um, since that first experience 11 years ago. And for me, I mean, yes, it is like Kim said, I will take the easy way out and I would program, you know, stiff like a deadlifts and lat pull downs and overhead shoulder presses all day long. If I was left to my own devices, but making sure that I'm doing the stuff that pushes me out of my comfort zone is very important. But more than anything, the reason I have a coach is it reduces decision fatigue. So I think when you are running your own business or you have a lot going on in your life that is stressful, that is occupying your mental headspace, your physical energy, having one less thing to worry about makes a huge difference. So although I am a coach myself and I could easily program my own macros or my own workout, it's just one less thing for me to fixate on. And I am kind of the the type A perfectionist. I overthink so I'll just dwell on it and overanalyze and all that. And that really takes away from, yeah, what I could be like the energy and the time that I could be using for, to give towards other people. Now I'm in my own head. So that's the reason why I continue to have a, a fitness coach, like a, a trainer and a nutrition coach. So currently I have two coaches for each of those things. So my nutritionist Vince, and then my online trainer, Paul, who does my programming. I have a business coach who I just hired about a month ago. And what else? I've had mindset coaches. I'm always investing in courses. Like even right now, I've invested in three personal development courses since this whole quarantine started. And it feels really good. So I'm always wanting to grow and evolve. And that is my way of doing so. Um, I even had a skincare coach a couple of months back because like, I don't know that shit. There's so many, pro- I was like, oh, well, I'm going to buy this product. I'm going to buy that product. I did, not, mm-hmm. I did not know what the hell I was doing. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a consult with this woman. She's going to look at my skin. She's going to tell me what I need. And I'm just going to follow what she says and damn if it did not make a difference. So <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. A skincare coach. I never oh. knew such a thing. I feel like you could literally get a coach for anything. Anything. People are literally coaching people on how to do buttons up and all kinds of things. There's oh, yeah. literally, when you look around, people are just putting these like, you see all these funky titles when you go in like on Instagram and you're like, what is that? How have you I even come up? I needed to do my buttons. What is that? Yeah, mean? a button coach. Say what? I feel like I, I need, need that. I need that in my life right now. 
Um, amazing. Thank you so much, Marcy. Uh, Samantha. Yeah. Um, so I think Marcy said it very, very well. And that's, um, I mean, everything she said, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I was like shaking my head for me. Like I, <laughs> I have a, I had a slogan when I was growing up. Uh, my mom told me recently that was me do. And I wanted to do everything. Um, that was like my MO. I just, I wanted to do everything, whether it be like me doing it myself, but also experiencing everything. And so if I, I just had so much FOMO. Um, and I think for me, like the, the reason why I invest in myself is because my biggest fear is like not doing the things and experiencing things and like reaching my full potential. And I can't do that by myself. I've realized, like I used to think I could, um, and then I, over, over the course of, I guess, a, a few years, I realized like, I just can't do it by myself or I can, but it's going to take me way more time, way more energy. And it's <clears throat> stuck. And I'm such an overthinker and I will just like sit and think about all the things I need to do and not actually do them and like go procrastinate that I needed to invest in myself in order to just like stay accountable um because I know myself like I'll just like dig around on my phone or like be like oh like I should do that or like I should make these videos or I should make that course and until someone's kind of calling me on my stuff like I totally will take the easy way out um so for me right now um I'm in I think we've talked about it in in previous episodes but I hired a coach in January of this year as a part of a 12-month like mastermind. So it's basically like a group coaching program, um, which with a, a bunch of other coaches or entrepreneurs. And that was a huge investment for me. Um, that was a $30,000 investment, which was very scary. I had actually like a, I've never had an anxiety attack before, but I had one the second I committed, um, where I like didn't leave my house for an entire day because I was so scared because I had never done anything like that before. Um, and there was a lot of fear in investing in myself because I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like make this back. Like, what did I just do? Oh my God. Um, and I can say that, you know, being like three months in, um, I realized that like, I just, I'm fine. Like I'm good. And it forced me to level up and to make more money um, and to get creative. And so by investing in myself, I had to level up. Like there was no option mm-hmm. or else I would have just like gone broke, I guess. Right. So like I had to do the things I was telling myself or like putting off. Um, and I think right now I'm in such a place of growth that like, I haven't had a night since starting in this mastermind with Amanda where I go to bed feeling like that, ick- you know, that icky feeling when you go to bed and you're like, like there's something more that you're not doing and you're just like mm-hmm. disappointed. I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh my God, I have so much going on. Like, it's so good. Like it's, it's, a, it's this like fine line between like, holy crap, there's a lot of growth here. And like, there's so much more for me to learn. And so I feel really good in that space of like, wow, I am surrounded by people who are so talented and like so much fucking smarter than me and know so many things and can teach me. And I have, I have like, I've expanded what I, what I can learn. Um, things I didn't even know I needed to learn. So, you know, that thing, it's like, there's things, you know, there's things you don't know. And then there's things you don't know that you don't even know. (laughs) That category has been like blown the fuck up. Like I have learned so much. Um, and so I just, I've stopped procrastinating because I'm like, I don't have time to procrastinate anymore. Like I have accountability because I have to go like report back to someone and yeah. So it's been really good just having someone to like ask me the hard questions that I typically ask my clients and like kind of getting a dose of my own medicine. Um, and, and also seeing like how far I've come. I've never really like tracked my progress before because it's like, Oh, it's fine. I just kind of wing it and investing in myself has totally helped me see how far I've come and not be so fixated on like, Oh my God, I have so much farther to go, but like totally just acknowledging 
wow, I have, I have come so far, but I also have a long way to go and like being okay with where I'm at and just kind of showing up for myself. Um, but, but using that investment as the way to keep me showing up for myself or also just, yeah, I'm a human and I freaking get lazy. (laughs) You are the chimp brain human. If ever I, if ever I met a chimp brain human, it's, there is a monkey in my mind oh my god so much amazing so for you really also with the non-procrastination is because you know that the things that you are focusing on are the things that you need to be focusing on because somebody has come in and gone yeah stop treading water there and messing around faffing with that that is not a priority (laughs) for where you want to be yeah totally like someone to just call me on my shit and take like a a big picture view of what I was doing and help me manage my emotional energy. So yeah. like which buckets am I focusing on that are not actually effective? And like, yeah. you know, the Pareto principle, like 80, 20, it's like 80% of my energy should be focused on these things. Mm-hmm. And I was totally focusing on like the stupid shit that yeah. like was easy. I was focusing on the easy thing, not the thing I needed mm-hmm. to do. And like Amanda and Elron, her um, the other coach in the program, have helped me just see like Sam, stop, like stop getting in your own way, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, I needed that little tap on the shoulder reminder. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know about you, ladies, but that's basically whenever client, whenever you know clients start working with myself, and I'm sure any of you, that's kind of what we do as coaches when people start working with us. It's basically looking at people's lives and going no like you're you're focusing on all of the wrong things you need to switch this around you need to simplify things because people overcomplicate things mm-hmm. by about a trillion times i mean it's just you know people feeling pressurized by things they've seen on social media or things using that word i think i should because somebody mm. told them at some point and it's like well who said that why do you think you should does that actually is that actually what you want is that actually helping you um, so yeah, I love that you brought all of that up. And to anyone listening who struggles with procrastination, just listen to that and let it be a little thinking point for you that if you're really struggling with procrastination, maybe it's because you're focusing on some of the wrong things and you need to have some re-evaluation of what is going on and feeling like you are busy as hell, but still not getting the results in your life that you want means that you're not focusing on the right things because busy is not a sign of being um moving in the right direction it's just a sign of you being able to fill your day with things and maybe not things that are doing anything for you um so um off of what you just said i think the other thing too i don't know if you guys can all relate but like being a perfectionist like my perfectionist would prevent me from actually doing stuff. Cause like, I, I would be like, Oh, like it's not good enough to like release yet. Or like, it's Mm -hmm. not good enough to like post or, and having someone be like, it's fine. Just fucking post it. You know, like it's never going to be perfect. And like, there's all, you could always make it better. But if you don't post it, no, you're never going to be able to make it better. And I was like, Oh God. Okay. So like messy action has been, something I've been doing so much lately like okay it's not done yet but like I have to start it like I have to at least put a first draft out there so that I can edit it you know um and that was that was a huge way that I held myself back was like the like what's good enough you know yeah I love that I think when you're always striving for everything to be perfect you just constantly living under the umbrella of dissatisfaction because that's basically what perfectionism is it's just a fancy word for feeling dissatisfied with things so like to have that whipped away from your head is like yeah what a calming experience um so for me with investments um I've always like done courses and things over my life Uh, but my first actual coach was my prep my comp prep coach um that I invested into basically shred me down and train me to within an inch of my life and all of the things um shred me down that's how shred me shred me down um shred me down (laughs) shred me down um 
but that was very much kind of, um, you know, nutrition and training. There wasn't anything else kind of tied in with that. But I would say since then, all of my investments have been more in the kind of um, mindset coaching realms. I don't think I've had another fitness fitness course actually since him. I've kind of done online membership programs and stuff like that, but not actually worked with anyone to do my um training programming for me but I've worked with mindset coaches business coaches um and you know I can't see a time when I wouldn't be investing in that because um trying to do things on your own like we've just discussed is you can just end up twiddling like twirling around in circles and treading water and actually I was in a conversation with somebody on you know uh, it was Facebook the other night and I just said this girl had been struggling for a long time with this one problem. And I just said, you know, maybe it's time for you to think about investing in either a coach or a therapist or whatever you think you need. And she was kind of a little bit taken aback. She was like, well, I didn't think I needed it. And I was kind of like, well, how long have you had this problem? She was like, I think I, I thought I could just sort it on my own. my own. And I was like, well, how long have you been struggling with this? And she was like, a few years and I was like okay so like how much longer are you going to keep struggling with this same same thing trying to do it on your own and she was like well I just think that you know one day I'll I'll find the the solution or and I like it it just doesn't work like that obviously what you're doing isn't working so now is the time to decide that you need to do something different because if you don't do something different you are literally just going to keep bringing in the same results and going round and round in circles, like stay the same, do the same and stay the same or whatever that there. I'm butchering a, I'm butchering a quote there of some description. It's but, such a common um, thing, Sarah. People do that all the time. I've done that. Where yeah. We just think like, I should be able to do this on my own. I can figure this out. And we're 10 years into trying to figure it out. We're no closer to figuring it out. We've spent insane amounts of time and probably like lots of money, maybe in little small ways that had we just invested in somebody to to like do the thinking for us and like help us figure it out, like without trying to piece together something we have. And here's like people think with specifically with like fitness and nutrition, like I should be able to do this because it's food. Like I should know how to eat. And they have a really messed up relationship with food, but the, in their mind, they keep thinking I should be able to do this. I should be able to do this. And yeah. it's really interesting when they finally realize like, wait, somebody could help me do this way faster than the 10, 15 years I've spent piddling around doing nothing. Yeah, well, go on. Uh, possibly just del- like digging themselves even deeper into yeah. a state of more ingrained habits that they don't want. Sorry, Marcy, what were you going to say? I think it also comes back to self-awareness, knowing what you're good at and working mm. within your zone of genius, so to mm-hmm. speak. So maybe that doesn't relate as much to fitness and nutrition. I mean, it could, but... Like for me with my business stuff, you know, a story that I tell myself is I am not creative. And everyone's like, oh, you're creative. Like, look at your infographics. I'm like, come on, like a monkey can do those at this point. Right. That's I mean, a good monkey. what? <laughs> That's a good, really smart monkey. Monkeys are smart. They're my favorite animal too. I um, do. Yeah. I, anyway, don't get me off on the monkey tangent. No, let's not go on a monkey tangent. Not right now. Then we'll get into pugs called Frank and it'll all go wrong. So let's not go there. My grandmother, my grandmother did have a pet monkey though when she was a kid. So yeah. I'm what? And what? I have asked Jeff numerous times, can I get a pet monkey? And he's like, no, Marcy, they eat people's faces off. And I was like, okay, <laughs> put it in a cage, Jeff. Someone issue a challenge that I'm unaware of that we're supposed to try and say the word monkey as many times as possible on this show because it started at the beginning with Sarah. (laughs) The monkey would be like going around the house. Uh, Anyway, so I feel like like you can't just drop that bombshell. My grandma had a pet monkey and then just expect Uh, to go up in the rest (laughs) of the episode. (laughs) <laughs> oh man let's, anyway let's try let's try, let's let's try. try. We'll, i think we'll do an episode on that <laughs> so my i mean talking about coaching right like the whole reason i got into the infographics because i had so much resistance around them 
because I thought that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And then Jordan Syatt, who has been a coach of mine off and on, whether that's, you know, I'm in his inner circle doing his workout programs, or he's done business coaching with me. He was the person who said, you need to start doing them. And it was a Tuesday. We were having this conversation. He's like, I want to see an infographic on your feed by Thursday. And for some reason, Jordan always lights a fire under my ass. Um, I just really resonate with his style of coaching and I wanted to make him proud. So I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this shit out, shit out. It was God awful. It was like the most horrible thing you've ever seen, but I did it. I took that first step and, and that's really all that mattered. And it started or it created that momentum. And then I was able to keep going. And over time, my graphics got a lot better. And they've really helped grow my following, or my audience, my business, all of that. So having that accountability was really important. But when it comes to some other things, like, yeah, the creativity, the design just is not in my zone of genius. And I have, I don't want to go as far as saying there's like a sense of shame around it, but I think Kim was the one saying that like, I feel like I should be able to do this. And it's like, well, no, you know, I'm not like Sam has a design background. So no wonder she's really good with all that stuff. I'm a freaking journalism major, you know, which <laughs> ironically, I had to do classes where I was using like PageMaker, um, Photoshop, because I was a magazine editing major. That was like my emphasis. And I couldn't do them. I had to have other people literally do my projects for me. So I think that was the limiting belief that was created. That was the story when the story of I'm not creative was developed. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I am better with the writing component and delivering my message that way. So why am I going to stop or, you know, keep feeling bad that I'm not as creative. Like design work is just, again, not in my zone of genius. So if I want to move forward, I should be outsourcing that and not feeling bad as a result. Like I cannot do all the things. And if I try, I am not going to continue moving forward or I will at a freaking snail's pace. And that is a trap that I have gotten into is like, Oh, well, I can't, you know, put this project out because I've got to figure out how to, you know, make it really pretty. And I'm like, no, just outsource that shit. Right. If you have, I mean, you know, have yeah. the finance, I would say, but even if you don't just like invest and move on with it. Yeah. Obviously, I can relate. Yeah. Um, and also just to touch on something that you brought up was you said that you wanted to make Jordan proud when mm -hmm. you were saying, right, I'm going to do that um, infograph. Um, and would you also say that you were wanting to make yourself proud as well because you were doing a hard thing and getting outside of your... Oh, um, absolutely. Um, and I mean, I could really go down a rabbit hole with this right now. <laughs> so maybe we won't get into like childhood wounding. But I think that, uh, yes, I've always wanted to make progress I've wanted to make myself proud. I've wanted to move forward. But I think like kind of a core wound of mine from when I was a kid is feeling like I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't seen by men like my dad or the boys that I liked always liked my friends. And so it's weird that I've tended to always hire like male coaches and work really hard to like get that validation, right? Mm. Which that's kind of like, twisted, but I'm just being completely vulnerable. And I just had that like epiphany moment a couple of weeks ago. So I love that epiphany moment. I can totally relate. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because like when I, when I send Vince or Paul, my progress picture, they're like, damn, like, look at you. I, I feel good because I haven't gotten that from the other people in my life who I crave that validation from. And again, like maybe this is a whole new or whole other episode. I think it is. And we'll maybe have to record one on that, that like other people's opinions of you shouldn't matter. It should only be what you, how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for a long time before I had really started to kind of like heal that wound, that was part of it. Um, but on the other end, once you do it, you do feel proud and that is motivating. Yeah. 
keeping those promises to yourself. That is where, that's where true confidence is built. Let's be honest. It's not when you achieve the end goal, like, yeah, that feels good. But what I've been telling people is like, it's going to take a while to achieve your goal. You know, Mm -hmm. if you want to lose 20 pounds, if you want your physique to change, if you want to build a business, it does not happen overnight. And you're going to have to start feeling good about yourself before you reach that goal. Because when you reach that goal, you're going to realize like, oh yeah, this feels good for a couple of minutes. And then I'm back to, you know, kind of status quo in a sense, but it's all those little accomplishments along the way that make you proud that prove to yourself you can do hard things that builds that confidence and that yeah. kind of like resiliency for confidence coins in a piggy bank like i think yeah. of confidence like a piggy bank and all those little wins are like the quarters or dimes or whatever um or whatever currency you guys use <laughs> we do not discriminate on currencies on this show just to be clear people your currency is accepted here marcy i can totally relate though that's actually why i hired my first coach um yeah because I didn't believe it was possible for me and I didn't believe in myself. And I knew that if I hired a coach, then he would tell me he was proud. And that is, um, that's like the truth. Like that, that was going back to like the first trainer I ever hired. Um, and he would kick my ass and he'd be like, you're such a badass. Like you're so strong. I can't believe how blah, 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 how fast you are. Like you're such an athlete. Cause I didn't believe that myself. And so it felt really good for him to tell me that. And he's like, you're the strongest woman in this gym. Like when I, when you, when someone tells you that, that's like a freaking drug. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh my God. I will train with you every fucking day. I will give you all the time <laughs> in the world. Like, I was literally, I'm not even kidding. Like that's, that was how much I didn't believe it to be true. And like, I never got that same thing as you, Marcy. Like I didn't get that from my dad and it was never good enough for him. And so I always sought out male versions of that to give me the validation like I always invested in myself because I was like I just need someone to tell me they believe in me and they that like I'm good enough and like I'm strong and fit and all you know I'm doing the things because like I never had that so yeah but it's also a really it's a slippery slope and I'll just stay tell one more story I think I've told the story I did last week when we were reporting the episode that will be released today about you know your workouts and pushing yourself so when I was training at the powerlifting gym. I mean, I really went there because it was my, my boyfriend's gym where he had excelled and I had these like low feelings of self-worth and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get strong like him and I'm going to feel better. So I hired his coach, like bad, bad decision. Um, and this guy was so hard on me and he was really able to like peel back the onion layers. So he saw things in me that I could not see in myself or that I didn't want to admit. And one of the things that he pulled out of me was that I, I am afraid uh, that I will not live up to my full potential. And he said that to me and it was just like, oh, like a punch in the gut, right? Um, and yeah, so he was always like pushing me harder and harder. And I am not the type of person who is motivated by fear or by like being put down, being made fun of. And that is his way of pushing people. So it almost created more resistance and space between us. But on the last day that I was training there, like he was pushing me really hard. I did not feel well. And he basically said to me, like, you're lazy. And that was just a very like traumatic thing to hear because I think deep down, like I know that there, like I would find ways to cut corners in my life, whether it was training there or even before that. And it was almost just like what you would call like a shadow word where I would project that onto other people. Like I would look down on others like, oh, you're so lazy. Like I can't believe that person's so lazy when really like I kind of felt that I was lazy myself in certain ways. So when he said that about me, like I got so triggered that I walked out of the gym and I never went back. So I think that it can kind of be, it's like if you're looking for validation from somebody else, if you don't get it, because I did not get it from him, you know, there would be, there would be times when he'd be like, oh, I'm really proud of you. Like you're coming really far. And then if he would see me slipping, he would call that out. And then immediately I was like brought down to this like baseline or below baseline really 
where I suddenly didn't feel good enough. So the only way that I was feeling good enough is if he was validating me. And that is just, it's a complete mind fuck. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think we could do a full episode just on that whole. um, Get get the the coaching for accountability. Don't get it for validation because you're trying to validate yourself and from other people. Yeah. You're a hundred percent. Like, I think it's okay for it to start out that way, but after a while you build that inner resilience and knowing of yourself and that confidence that you don't need to seek that from. from Yes. I think it's actually like part of it. Like we all want it. Right. Mm -hmm. And coach will give it to you. But eventually if you have a good coach, your coach will help you learn how to have that trust in yourself and know you're good without them saying it. Right. That's definitely a goal I have as a coach with my clients is to help help figure out like how much do they believe in themselves? What level of self-efficacy do they have? And how can I help increase that little by little as we move along so that they can see in themselves, that they can be proud of themselves, that they can see when they're doing things right, that they can see that they're worthwhile. So that's what I, that's really what I like to do as a coach is to help them figure out how to do that. Not just to be looking for pats on the back from me, though clearly I give them because, you know, they work hard and I'm their coach, but um, I really want them to feel that for themselves and see that in themselves. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like for you guys listening, if you're, that should be the goal of any coach. No coach should bring somebody in and purely be wanting them to only be motivated by them because, you know, you want people to gain independence and be able to go out and do the things for them themselves, you know, and that, you know, eventually they may end up staying just to coach with you purely for like, you know, the reasons that Marcy said in they don't want to do their own programming or, you know, that they just, they just want somebody so they don't have to think about it, but that you have built their confidence up so much that if they wanted to go out into the world and do it on their own, they could. And that's, that should be the, the aim for any, any coach out there really. Like it's not about bringing people in and keeping, keeping them down so that they can't ever go out and do this stuff on their own. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that, Kim. Um, and let's have a quick talk about people's freebie boxes on their on their <laughs> um, on their laptops because uh, you know um, you speak to a lot of people and you find that they've got this um, almost obsession with just downloading anything that's free, like workouts or you know mindset exercises. Download, download, and, and then it all sits in a folder on laptops and never gets opened have we all got that on our laptops i know i have oh yeah the downloads folder of my computer like at a certain point was like so full packed of things i'm like i I haven't even read the first one like why am i downloading like number 15 (laughs) (laughs) i need to get that series just in case i get bored one day and i'm gonna go in and like you know (laughs) read them all and do and do them all um, but just why do you think that that is a thing? I'm going to open the floor. Like, why do you think that when you download something for free, you don't really, it tends to just sit in a folder unopened? Yeah. Well, there's that whole quote, when you pay, you pay attention. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you invest in yourself, you have that accountability. But and let's be honest, some people pay, pay for coaching and they don't see it through. So yeah. Again, maybe a deeper discussion, but it's probably, that's a sense of self-sabotage because that mm-hmm. person probably does not believe in themselves. So they're hiring the coach, they're outsourcing the, the accountability so that they will do it. But if you don't believe you're worthy of the results, if you don't believe that you can actually get the results, then even if you have the coach, <laughs> sometimes you won't do it. Um, I'd argue it's the coach's responsibility to help them break through that. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like, so that they, the coach doesn't let the client fail. Right. But some coaches I think do let the client fail, you know, because they don't have the tools to, to investigate further. Like, and they're going to blame it on the client, you know, Oh, you're just not motivated. You're not disciplined, you know, whatever the fact may be. And it's like, no, it's usually something way deeper than that. But yeah, I mean, I feel like people think that if they just, download that thing it's going to be the the answer to all of their troubles and that is rarely the case unless that person 
yeah, it just has that, that self-discipline and that self-belief, um, then maybe it will work, you know, and I'm sure for some people it does, but I know for myself, I, before we started recording, I call it my like freebie graveyard <laughs> where that was it. That's what it's <laughs> freebie graveyard where all of the freebies go to die and are opened and not followed through upon. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. Kim, yeah. do you have a freebies folder? I have lots of freebie things everywhere. You know, I think a big part of it is that we think that the answer to our problem, whatever the the thing is that we're trying to get, right? We think it's that we're lacking information. That's what we think it is, right? And so we're always seeking the answer. Like, what's the thing? Like, what what am I missing? Like this, it's some kind of piece of knowledge we don't know, right? And so we're always seeking. So we're like, this is going to have it, right? And we kind of glance over it. But really what's missing is the action steps and the consistency with the action. And literally mm-hmm. probably any of the freebies you have ever gotten might get you somewhere if you just did the dang thing in there, right? You have to actually do it. And that's the hard part. And that's, that's kind of like as a coach, that's what I want to help people do. Just bridge that gap between like a lot of times they, they have at least this much knowledge of what to do, but they haven't been able to sustain any of it for any length of time because it's hard and all the good stuff we want is hard to actually do and it's not going to yeah. be reading something that's going to make the difference no I amen see? i call i call those research addicts i think i did an igtv obsessive just research 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 people oh yeah and it's just like that's not going to get you anything you need to actually as you said you need to step outside and do it's it it's a good way to feel like you're making progress though, oh my Sarah, god yeah, and you're busy anything yes you're busy busy doing the research uh-huh. looking for that well, key thing and let's also be honest and just a little transparency to all you listeners out there freebies are a marketing tool so they are giving you that like tip of the iceberg information to like get you in so that you like, hopefully that person can sell you something on the other side. So everything that you guys said is a hundred percent true. I agree completely, but I also don't think that the freebies are sometimes like enough, especially for the lay person. Like, yes, that they, they can help you like take that first step, but oftentimes you need a little bit more than that in my opinion. A hundred percent. I think what people need also is a guide. Like you, they need the guide because we have like literally YouTube university and Google exist. All of the information that you need to lose weight, change your body, change your life is on the internet for free right now. There Mm -hmm. is like, that is a fact. Um, and all we need is the guide to show you what stuff to filter out, which is about Mm -hmm. 99.99% of it. And what 0.00001% to keep in. And that's it. And you need to be able to trust the guide. So like for all of us, we all have a coach. We trust the person we're working with to tell us what's best because mm-hmm. they've done it and they get it. And that's like we, why we are all coaches is because like we spent so much bullshit time doing all the wrong stuff that now we teach people how to get results doing the right things. And it's like, you just want the fast forward. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not, you're not paying for, you know, it's like that quote about the plumber. It's like, you're not pay- paying for, for the plumber's, you know, $300 charge. You're paying for the plumber's 15 years of knowing which screw to tighten to fix your plumbing. Yep. That is, that is literally coaching. And that is why I think we've all invested in the coaches because we don't want to waste any more time on stuff when we could be just spending the damn thing. Right. Exactly. Doing it. Like stop talking about doing it and actually doing it. Like go search, go Google search your stuff. You've been doing that for your whole life. That hasn't worked out for you, you know, giving you some tough love, but like it freaking works when you work. Mm-hmm. I know my coach told me something one time and it was something really simple about business. And he told me something and I was like, whoa, that is so smart. And I did it. I'm like, that worked amazing. He's like, that took me about four years to figure out. Right? Like, <laughs> exactly. you see what I'm like he didn't come up with that one day it was years yeah yeah so yeah. true and watchers we use with our clients and all the tools we use it's like we didn't just like miraculously like come across all the, it's like it's taken years of us messing up to learn how to tell someone else how to do it yeah. and years of us investing in ourselves. totally yes Amen. You 15 dollar answers, guys. <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. And you know, so if you are listening to this 
and you will put your hands up and say, okay, I've never actually invested, my, invested, invested in myself and you have certain areas of your life or certain um, problems or struggles that you have had for God knows how many years. Maybe it's time for you to actually do something different. Maybe it's time for you to actually start getting the results that you want by deciding that you're going to, you know, take action, stop researching and hire someone to actually come in and help you. And bear in mind, it's not like forever, but this could be the thing that literally in six months or a year from now, you will look back and you will have evolved. You may not be at your absolute final you know goal or place that you really want to be but I'm telling you now you will be a hell of a lot further along than if you just keep sitting on google plowing through articles downloading freebies and you know just generally wasting your time so we really hope that this episode has maybe made you think that if you have been holding back from investing because you know you don't want to make the financial commitment or you know you don't want to make the time commitment then you know just take it from us when we say that honestly you can waste another trillion years getting the same results or you can take that step and actually transform yourselves and your lives. Any parting words from you lovely ladies? You guys deserve it. Like you deserve your results. You deserve what you want and you deserve to get supported too. Like it's okay to ask for help. I think Mm -hmm. that's huge for me. If you're looking for a sign to get started, here it is. This is your podcast episode. Like go through (laughs) things. Here's your sign. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Ladies, I have loved this conversation. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. And we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Beautiful listeners, have a great rest of the day. Bye. Bye. All right, that wraps up another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We know that life is crazy and time is precious, and we really do appreciate you spending your time with us. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, review, and rate it on iTunes. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Send this to your friends. Please, please, please just tell everyone about it. We are determined to have the biggest and the most inclusive community of women sitting at the picnic table together. We love you, we appreciate you, and we can't wait to hear what you think of this week's episode. Four women, one mission. We are the Decades of Strength. Sam, Marcy, Sarah, and Kim. Catch you right back here for our next episode.